This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. there, Emma Mae McDaniel here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up? What's up, incredible people? My name is Emma Mae McDaniel, and I'm so stoked to have you on the Have You Heard podcast. So today's podcast episode, I have my sweet mama on, and as she has been married for about 26 years now, and I am about two months, three months in to marriage, I am learning a lot from her already, and I thought, what, how sweet of would it be to have a conversation of learning from her and just having a relatable talk about being a woman, being a wife, and all the things that come with that. So y'all are tuned in for a really special treat. So grab your headphones and let's get into the work. so so sweet I feel like it's the same with dad that it's like been a long time coming I feel like it's just yep. fitting that y'all are on the podcast mm-hmm. because I'm excited. yeah me too because I think so much of what I share on the podcast and just in my life of teaching people so much of it I've learned from y'all so this just this just makes sense makes sense <laughs> so the I kind of want to let y'all know a little bit of how this idea or this topic of of an episode came to my mind. I was not even a week and a half into marriage. And I was so in my head, y'all, because I felt like such a failure. I felt like we're just going to get real on this episode. I try to always be real on our episodes, but I was so fearful that I wasn't initiating sex enough. I was so afraid that that there were these expectations that I didn't even know what they were, but I was supposed to be meeting them and I felt like I wasn't. And I just felt like I couldn't win. I felt like I was just tripping over myself constantly. And in the meantime, I was aware that I was in my head on all of these things, but it's like I was too stubborn to get out of my head. It's like the being hard on myself button was being pushed and I wasn't letting off at all. So when you're in your head, who do you reach out to? For me, it's my mama. And I (laughs) was on a walk and me and Josh were actually on vacation with his family. And I went on a walk and I just texted my mom and I was like, have you ever felt like a failure as a wife? Because I am feeling it hardcore right now. And the conversation that we had was so beneficial. I was like, I really think it would benefit other people to hear the wisdom that you gave Mm -hmm. to me too. And so that's kind of how I want to start off is like, have you ever felt like you're a failure in being, as we were calling it, wifehood? Yes. (laughs) Because I know I have felt that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it's so cool that we have these venues for people to hear other people's stories and the Mm -hmm. challenges and how you overcome because like you said earlier I've been married for 26 years and 26 years ago we didn't have this type of venue or platform so so I think that's this is really cool 
absolutely, I've felt like a failure. So if anyone knows the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram one. And if you know anything Mm -hmm. about Enneagram ones, we're extremely critical and we're very judgmental, not necessarily about other people, but on ourselves. Yep. And I think that played a part a lot in my young years as being a wife. Um, I'm not a cook. Emma knows that. Everybody that's around our house knows that I'm not the cook. Jason, Emma's dad, is definitely the cook of the family. But I think that an expectation, just one of those expectations of being a wife, yeah. is that you're cooking every meal and that you prepare. And you have, and that wasn't something I was good at. And I still am not good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, the sex initiation has definitely been something that I struggled with, especially early on. And so I think all of those things, every woman has felt like a failure at some point. Mm. And I think it's just understanding it all goes back to the story of grace. And I think that's where our conversation really led, but Mm -hmm. it, it does go back to the story of grace um, to really get past that point of just feeling like you're a failure and you can't see past the day in front of you. Yeah. And I want you to hit on that, like not being able to see past the day in front of you, because I know and you've told me you relate to this when I've told mm-hmm. you I felt this way, but whenever I feel like I have messed up or I haven't met an expectation that actually nobody said was on me, but I have assumed that that expectation is over my head, then it's like I'm paralyzed mm-hmm. and my whole day is robbed because I didn't meet this one thing that I thought I was supposed to meet. Like, how did you, well, I guess two questions. One, what were things that kept you from moving forward? Mm-hmm. And how did you get to a place where you didn't let those moments rob your entire day? Yeah. So I think the first question of how did I allow myself to move forward? You, When you stay in your head and you don't have a community of people around you, such as other strong women that are in the same season and maybe even a season or two ahead of you mm-hmm. um, that you can share your concerns with, your, you, your feeling as though a failure, you can you share all of those things with them, yeah. then you stay, you stay in between your ears. And that's a really dangerous place to be because then you start working up all of these stories of, well, if I'd have done this better and I need to correct this and I, I could do this. And so it's mm-hmm. never ending because you're, yeah. you're placing perfection on yourself. So what I had to do is I had to learn how to talk about it. If you could voice it out loud, and especially in front of someone else that's walking alongside you in the same journey or in a season ahead of you, they can actually speak truth into you. Yeah. And they can actually dispel the lies of perfectionism and dispel Mm -hmm. the lies of this this concept of being a failure away. But when you keep it to yourself, you're always setting it against that standard of perfection and you're just going to constantly be frustrated. Yep. And so I think, so so that was the first part. And then the second part, I think once you find out how to do that, um, then you have to learn how to really just laugh at yourself. And so that's not easy for me. Me either. I'm 45 (laughs) years young, been married for 26 years. You would never think it though. (laughs) And so it took me a long time, but I think as you start to be able to talk about things out loud and then laugh, laugh at at the things that you're not good at. Make it funny. It's just, it's part of who you are. It's its actually the beauty of the person that God created you to be. Yeah. And what's so cool is when you start to realize the things that you're not the strongest at, you actually start to realize that your spouse is probably pretty strong in those areas. Mm. And that's that hand in glove that God intended. But when you aren't being able to speak it out loud and laugh about yeah. it, you're not being able to see the beauty of 
this is why I'm with this person because they actually fulfill that need in me. So that's, I think, as I've gotten older, it's taken time. And that's one thing I would also say here. I think you and I had this conversation. Yeah. It isn't something that you can say, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to laugh about it and I'll be fine tomorrow. It's just like anything. When you, when you start school in something, you decide you're going to work out, you're going to change your diet. It's a process. Like yeah, you have to create a so habit. True. You have to create routines. And so it could take you years to be able to truly laugh at yourself. Yeah. So be, be patient good. because I think that's, I got really frustrated. I still get frustrated today mm-hmm. when I'm not being able to take my own advice and laugh at myself. And then I have to realize, you know what? You're human. It's been a rough day. It's okay. And let's yeah. start over tomorrow. And so even someone that's been married 26 years is still having to learn that. It's not perfect. That's so encouraging. I want to go back to what you said about talking about it mm-hmm. with your people. Because I so agree. Like whether it was me reaching out to you or talking about it with Josh or like with Mama Lori, my mom-in-law. Like sit, we were sitting on the beach at vacation and I was like, have you ever felt this way? Like, (laughs) I agree with you, but I agree with you too, taking your own advice. Like, it's like, okay, great. I had those conversations. I had that moment of relief and an aha light bulb went on. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's right. Everything is okay. But then if I don't actually like take that to heart and begin to believe that to be true deeply then two days later I'm gonna be in the same puddle like and you forget and I forget it yeah. and I'll be end up having the same conversations which but even in that I have to remind myself wait like if I've had these standards of perfection over myself then I've been building it for a while and so I also it's gonna take time I have to be patient to like deconstruct mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to have these conversations but I need to challenge myself to believe the truth that's being spoken over me so that I can deconstruct those false expectations and build what is true and like yeah. live by that. I love that you said that. Yeah. And I think something that's really cool that we have to remember is that it's every day, it's day by day. Mm-hmm. And then it's getting up and understanding that God is going to provide you opportunities today to practice. It's like you're in training camp. I love and so, that. You're getting up and you're like, okay, I'm going to be faced with something that I'm not good at today mm-hmm. in marriage, in work, whatever it is. How, go ahead and in advance. Mm-hmm. That's what's helped me because I'm a planner by nature. Yeah. So in advance, how am I going to react to this? How am I going to make sure that I'm lighthearted in it, mm-hmm. that I laugh about it, and then I apply? What have I learned that I can apply to these situations today? And so that quiet time in the morning of yeah. preparing your mind to be able to stay out of your mind in those mm-hmm. moments, preparing them. How will I laugh at myself? Yeah. It's just like anything else. It's like working out. It's like preparing your meals for your diet. It it sets you up for success that when those moments hit, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I was expecting this. I'm not caught off guard. Yep. I prepared on exactly how I was going to handle this. And you may not do it right, but you'll get better mm-hmm. every single time. And eventually you'll look up, you'll be married 26 years and you'll be like, Wow. The journey I've been on and what I did get all flustered about 26 years ago, yeah, I think it's hilarious today. I'm laughing about That's it today. That's so powerful. And now you're investing into your daughter. Yeah. So like, like that's something so cool that mom and dad always emphasized growing up is that like we're seeking the Lord and like in intentional effort to live the life that like that is the best. Mm-hmm. Like we want to 
we want to make the most of every opportunity and be the best version of ourselves. But we want to equip y'all and raise y'all up in such a way that whenever y'all are in our shoes, you do it even better than we did it. And I think that's one of the ways that you equip me and Nolan so well is that you're taking what you're learning and you're choosing to invest it into us while we're in these seasons that we're in so we can apply what you've learned right now. And that's actually... Like, you know how you pick a word for every year? Mm -hmm. Sometimes some people do Mm -hmm. that. I picked a word for this season of stepping into being a wife. And my word is learner. Because I agree with you that it is a process. And I love how in the verse that I'm like basing it off of is in Matthew 11, Mm -hmm. where Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Because it's exhausting to feel like you have to be perfect all the time. And he says, like, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. And I want to teach you. Like, learn from me. Like, I'm gentle and humble at heart. And the fact that we're learning all throughout life, I think we miss the joy of learning whenever we're expecting ourselves to know everything already. And that leads me to something that you texted me in our conversation that was the enemy is going to try and make you pause, make mm-hmm. you overthink and rob moments from you. Don't let him. And yeah. and you also spoke into how like the enemy is like has a target on marriage and does not want the marriage to work. Can you go into that a little bit about how like we have to be on guard because the enemy does not like a godly marriage. The enemy does not like mm-hmm. whenever you're pushing past those moments when you're in your head. Like that's the last thing he wants you to do. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm a big believer in Ephesians six mm-hmm. and um, spiritual warfare, and I truly believe you know marriage is from God. That union is from God. One man, one woman for life. Yeah. And he puts us together so that two are always stronger than one always. And when you have that foundation of building his kingdom and doing his work that he's put on your heart to do, it's always going to go against Satan's tactics and his plan. Mm -hmm. So if he can create any kind of divisiveness between you and Josh, any union that y'all have, then he allows you to start focusing on yourself. And selfishness starts to breed in. And you start to lose focus of the true forward thinking, building the kingdom, the labor that's in front of us. That's his entire tactic. He'll do it again when y'all are parents. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, parents that are out there, he's going to do the same thing. He's going to cause you to look at all the little things during the day that you feel like you messed up on. When the bigger picture is you're being an example of Christ to your children. And part of that example is grace and mercy on yourself knowing that you aren't, you don't have to be perfect because you have Jesus Christ living in you, the spirit in you covering you. And so that's, that's the lesson that you want to pass down to your kids. So I I think it's just really important to understand that we are in a position where Satan's attack is to first, can I create any type of frustration within the marriage union? Because Mm -hmm. I'll cause them to then start looking at themselves and being selfish I'll distract them. It's those flaming arrows Mm -hmm. that he throws at you. He distracts while he then tries to deviate you from God's plan. Mm -hmm. God's like, look, just look up. Just keep walking forward. I've got you. It's not going to be easy. He promises it's going to be hard. Yeah. But I've got you. And so I do do think that part of that morning time routine is knowing that God's going to provide opportunities. Satan is also going to be present. 
Wow. And so understanding the two options will be in front of you. Yeah. Am I going to be frustrated and allow it to be focused on me and how mm. I'm not perfect and I'll become selfish with it and hold it all in, inside? Or mm. am I going to look at this as an opportunity that God's putting in front of me to practice what he's teaching me? Yeah. And wow. Satan will hate that, but mm-hmm. that causes you to be stronger and your marriage wow. to be stronger. And every time you do it, you're you get building, better. Yeah. You get you're, you're, you're building muscle memory. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... There's something pretty awesome about having clothes that are both comfy and cute. And Girlfriend Collective makes their clothes in a way that makes you feel your best in it, no matter what you're doing. Whether you're working out, running day-to-day errands, or you're just chilling at the house having a comfy day. And their products are inclusive, being for sizes extra, extra small to 6XL. And they're great for the planet, being 100% recyclable, which I think is pretty spectacular. And for listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is providing for first-time customers a 20% off of purchases, $100 or more, when you go to girlfriend.com slash Emma. That's 25% off of purchases, $100 or more, when you go to girlfriend.com slash Emma. That's girlfriend.com slash Emma. conversation we've had about stubbornness Mm -hmm. and how because we both can be really stubborn (laughs) and something you have shown me that I'm just so constantly inspired by is that I can gear my stubbornness for good or for bad and that was a game changer for me like how how cool is it that I can either I can stay in my head and stay frustrated and stay focused on myself and mm-hmm. how I messed up or how I didn't measure up and or I can be stubborn against the idea of staying in my That's head right. like I can refuse to let this rob my day or I can refuse to let this flaming arrow like have have a whole have a whole field to play with yeah. in my day I can put up my shield of faith be stubborn against the enemy and move forward and that Mom, that really has helped me so tremendously. And mm-hmm. I think that that's exactly kind of what you're saying is yeah. I can either keep in step with the spirit and be stubborn in that way, or I can say yes to the flesh. I can surrender to the flaming arrows of the evil one, and I can be stubborn in that way. Agree. I think, you know, stubbornness is always, it always takes a negative tone. Like mm-hmm. you'll say, you know, you'll hear moms say that kid's so stubborn or my kid's being so stubborn. And and I've always thought that too, like, cause I do, I have a very, I have a rebellious heart yeah. and I have a very stubborn personality. It's just who I am. And I've, I've learned to accept that and then mm-hmm. steward it for good. And I think that when you see that person that's stubborn, understand that's actually a gift. It's, yeah. it's a gift that God said, I, I can that. use that. I can use that rebellious heart and that stubbornness for my good works. Mm. We just have to understand how do you steward it that way? Don't see it as a negative. Like use it. Use Mm -hmm. that that willpower and that stubborn nature to do his work and and really go against Satan. That's so good. And and it blesses your marriage because that's something that your teammate probably needs in marriage. And I want you to share with 
with everybody something that you shared with me in our conversation and that was you shared with me things that you would go back and tell your newlywed self your new wife Amanda self and it just blessed me being a new wife right now and so can you let people know like this is what I would go back and tell myself if I could I will, and you'll have to remind me if I missed some things that I texted you. But I would say that what I, I would always tell myself just to don't take yourself so seriously. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I said earlier I was an Enneagram One, and I think I didn't, I wasn't raised in an environment where grace was spoken about a lot. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely a great home environment, but grace just wasn't something we taught or we understood well. Mm-hmm. And it carried over into my relationships and even the way that I saw myself. I didn't have wow. grace for myself. Yeah. So I, first thing I would tell myself is just go easier on yourself. Like don't take things so seriously. Like laugh at yourself, laugh at opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, just be lighthearted. Be more lighthearted. The second thing I think, especially to a married couple, and I know we had this conversation, is enjoy this season because this is the most Mm. simple season that you will ever have. Yeah. They just get more and more complex. (laughs) (laughs) So enjoy the simplicity of the season you're in. And while it does have its frustrations, it does have some of the, um, the concerns of being kind of the newly married couple and the things that you're learning, it's still simple. And so just really like soak in that and don't be rushing to the next season. I found myself Mm -hmm. doing that a lot of like, oh, well, if we just can graduate college, that's going to be perfect because we're going to have jobs and then we'll have a lot of money. And then, Mm -hmm. and then it's like, okay, well, now we're going to have kids. And so now we're going to have the perfect family. And now, okay, I want my kids to be in this set, this school. And so it just, every season starts to get more and more complicated. And so so you look up and 10 years has passed you by and you didn't soak in the seasons mm. that you had. Um, I think That's another so one good, that I would tell myself is surround myself with really good core community through mm. all the seasons of my marriages. My marriage, my marriages, <laughs> my marriage. She's a very more type. I've only been married one time. <laughs> That's but, fun. <laughs> because I think I, there were seasons that I had. I had good core community of women. Yeah. And there were seasons I had that I didn't, and I felt it. And so I just always knowing how important that was. Sometimes it was accidental that I had the great community of women. It wasn't intentional on my part. Mm -hmm. I would always now go back and say, I'm going to be intentional about that. I love that. And I think one, one thing that I remember you said was trust whenever your husband says that it's okay. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. That's one I struggled with. I struggle with that. Yeah. I really have to practice that. Like yep. Josh says, Emma, I'm going to pay you a dollar if you continue <laughs> to tell me that you're sorry. Like, trust me when I said I forgave you and it's okay. And, but I will, I, it's hard for me to take somebody else at their word whenever mm-hmm. they say it's okay. Cause I'm like, but, but do they really know how bad I messed up? Like, are they, do they really understand? They're not in my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really, really powerful. Yeah. No, that's, really that's definitely one because I think you marry someone that, like I said earlier, is the hand in the glove. Mm-hmm. So typically they're very different than you. They yeah. think differently. And so when they say it's okay or we're going to be fine, your dad always said that. It's going to be fine. He's always half the glass half full. Mm-hmm. I was typically the glass half empty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it was hard. And so I think the older that I've gotten with him in marriage, the more I'm like, you know what? You're right. Because now I can laugh at myself. 
Yeah. Now I'm being able to see past the day. And you know what? You're right. We are going to be fine. God, God's completely got this. I wish I would have done that 20 years ago. That's so 26 encouraging. Years ago. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And I think too, I hope that like no matter who you are or what season you're in as you're listening, um, that you're encouraged at the reality of even when you get married, if you haven't learned how to fully be present and enjoy the season you're in, there's still going to be seasons you <laughs> wish you were in. Because I know that that's such a topic. It probably has been for ages, but because of social media, we're very much aware of how people are like, how can I be content in singleness? How do I prepare for dating? When can I get married? What if God doesn't have me in, have in store the marriage for me? Like, And it's such a, I want to be in that next season mentality. And it's so encouraging mm-hmm. hearing like, from a wife that's been married for 26 years that like when you're married, if you haven't learned that contentment comes from the, like Paul said, the secret of contentment is that I can do all things through Christ. Like if you haven't realized that God is the one who brings you true contentment, then it doesn't matter what season you're in. You're always going to think that the next one is, is better. It's really important that's because so I'm important, going into huh? a new season now. Like I'm going into empty nesting. Yeah. And if my identity was in you and Nolan, I would be in a really bad position. Yeah. And so I think it's just really important, exactly what you just said, that your Mm -hmm. identity is in Christ and that you really have to ensure that that relationship is is solid and that you're spending that time because there's so many more seasons that the things that you're close to will be stripped away. They will start to look different. Mm -hmm. And so if your identity is in that, you're going to have to adjust every single time and you're going to struggle through that. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm encouraged. If there's, if there's anything else that I could ask at, in this conversation, it's what, like, what is the benefit that you have noticed in your, in your marriage with dad, the benefit that you've seen on the other side of moving on from things that weren't worth spending your time like when you did choose to laugh at yourself Mm -hmm. and move on like I want to end on the note of is it actually worth it to put in the practice or the process of learning to move on like what has it been like on the other side of of learning how to not let your moments be taken from you because you were in your head yeah it's it's definitely worth it I'll give you an example when we first got married something would happen it could be something as small as your dad spent something money on something that I didn't think he should spend money on. And now I'm frustrated. I'm in my head. Are we going to make it? Did it mess up? Mm -hmm. Like it could be something as small as that. And it could take me a day to two days, maybe sometimes longer to get over something. Yeah. And now something like that will happen. And it could be a matter of a half an hour to an hour at the Mm -hmm. most. And I'm being able to move on. What you gain from it is time. And wow. how do you, like, you, now, within an hour, we're laughing and we're moving forward. What's the next thing on our day? Like, what are we going to get to do? Like, now we're not selfish. We're not, look, like, we're looking forward. Where before, yeah. Satan had just robbed me of it a minimum 24 hours, typically 48 hours or more, of me just being completely embedded within myself and in worry and in anxiety. And so, it really, it's yeah. a time stealer. Wow. And we don't have much time here. Yeah. We, we really don't. Oh my goodness. Y'all, I like whether you're like not even interested in stepping into a relationship or you just got married like me or you are listening and you've been married for 26 years like mama, I, I truly believe that these nuggets of wisdom are applicable no matter who you are or what season you're in because you were made to 
to live your life seriously, but not take yourself so seriously. You are made to enjoy this life of learning. Like you will constantly be learning, but you'll miss the joy of it if you think you're supposed to know it all. Like I, I just pray that there are nuggets of wisdom within this conversation that you really take to heart and think on no matter what season you're in. Mom, I love you being on this podcast. It's been fun. You're amazing. Love it. <laughs> Isn't she the best? She's incredible. I tell her that the way that our texts are, like literally every conversation we have could be a book. Like she could <laughs> write so many books on so many topics because so much that I've learned in so many seasons of my life have been from our conversations together, which is so fun. And that kind of goes back to something I've seen repetitive um, in in our episodes, and that is community. Who do you have that's a few seasons ahead of you that's speaking into your life and um, that is just walking alongside you, cheering you on and investing into you in a godly way. But Y'all, if you are watching on YouTube, be sure and subscribe and comment down below how you were encouraged. And if you're listening via Apple or Spotify, be sure and download, rate, review, share it with all your peoples. And um, you can also follow me just on a day-to-day basis on my Instagram account, 1 Corinthians 13 underscore love, as well as now the official Instagram page that is the have you heard underscore podcast where you can find um incredible encouraging quotes like from our guests like mama j you can find specific encouragement updates on the podcast in particular and all fun things like that so be sure and go give that a follow so you can stay in tune but oh i love you i believe in you and i'm so thankful for your life and i'm so excited that we get to talk next week I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.